1: Okay, we are back in the boiling point, and we're, bam, right into it, and our guest is here, Dave, uh, and not unlike many other times when we have guests in here at the beginning, but it is a treat to have people in the boiling point podcast, like in person instead of on the phone sometimes. Yeah, well, no, it, 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 uh, it ups the game. They're looking right at you. You got to be, you know. (laughs) I'm
2: nervous. (laughs) Uh, uh, So
1: we've got John Simon. So I'm really excited to bring John on for a number of reasons. One is we've uh, become good friends over the last few years. We, uh, For a small period of my life, maybe four years, my family had our little cottage down memory lane in Crispan that you've been to. Um, yeah. And John and family had the cottage, or, and still do, right next door. So right. I yeah, get okay. to know the Simon family. Apparently, there's like 30 or 40 of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of Simons. And and John was the guy that I could always rely on to talk about and drink beer with. Yes. yes. And, I like beer. While uh, uh, <laughs> like you're in good company. But yes. As, as it turns out, John also shares another passion, which is travel. And uh, we'll get into what he's doing right now uh, in a sec, which is really great. But So anyway, um, welcome, John. Thank you. You made a career change recently, even though you changed a career into something you've actually been doing for many years anyway. So I'm going to ha- hand it over to you to introduce yourself and also what Keffi is. All right. Well, thanks,
3: guys, for having me here, first of all. Uh, myself, it's a, a long story, sometimes, sometimes sad. Uh, I started in the international consulting industry many, many years ago, spent about a decade in that and uh, during that I lived and worked all around North America and was actually living overseas for part of that. So that sparked my first interest in international travel. Okay. Coming back, I got involved in the startup scene here. We've run a Greg quite a bit over the years, been involved in another compa- num- a number of companies, both in Nova Scotia and New Brunswick, who had mostly outward focus. I really was drawn to businesses that took me elsewhere in the world, mm-hmm. both for personal interest, but secondly, just because for our economy down here to survive, we've got to get out to the rest of the world and get mm-hmm. our products and services out there. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere in there along the way, after several sojourns to, uh, Europe, uh, I started. Planning trips to Europe for my own pleasure, and people started tagging along. Hmm. Um, it wasn't the intent, and I thought there would be a pain in the, the butt. But uh, it actually worked out quite well. It gave me a target to abuse people occasionally. It was on trips and <laughs> something to make fun of, and uh, people really seemed to enjoy it. Uh, there was, you know, a lot of fun when you go away with people and you share the adventures and the, you know the mistakes and the positive stuff as well. And From there it sort of blossomed each time we went each following year, the group got larger and larger until, you know, a couple of years ago, I had 37 of us in Ireland running around with families and everything. (laughs) And it really, it really blossomed something unique in that the trips became a lot more than just the trip. There was the year building up to the trip where everyone was talking about it and getting excited and sharing videos and coming up with ideas. Then there was the trip itself where we had all sorts of adventures, both, you know, the must see bucket list items, plus the off the beaten path stuff. And then after the trip, it was follow-up where we'd get together and celebrate the trip we had. We would share photos and do slideshows and and you know have local food from what we had when we were away. Mm-hmm. So it became an event. And at the end of that whole event, it would be where are we going next? Right. So it really became a, a really unique and interesting function, which people you know really enjoyed. And that sort of led to uh, my own startup, because I've been involved with startups of other people on the way, mm-hmm. where this year I just decided it was so large and there's so much interest you know, and it's something I was passionate about that I would actually, uh, step up and, and launches a full-time business.
2: Okay. And t- well, so tell us the name and, uh, what people can, can expect.
3: The name went through a lot of iterations, yeah, a lot okay. of struggle. I'm, curious, I'm sure. I'm, I'm curious sure about the
2: name, I gotta say. <laughs>
3: yeah. So we started off the unusual you know, ra- uh, path of thinking about travel companies and, you know, explore and e- experience and entourage and things like that, but we wanted to avoid sort of a, a vanilla type, you know, and that's another travel company. Mm-hmm. So we thought about what we really love to do. And one of the places we love to go is Greece. We just find it a fantastic spot to go to. And we thought about what the trips mean to everyone. And the trips are really, as I say, it's more about just the trip. It's the whole experience of a, you know, the camaraderie, the friendships, the memories. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like a, just a way of living your life. And, and a Greek word came sort of bubbled up out of that called kefi, which is like a zest for life. It's joy, mm-hmm. friends, family. It's how you live. It's not even one word to describe what it is. You know, and it's good and bad. It's some, sometimes life is great. Sometimes isn't so great. Just like uh, travel. Just like travel. <laughs> exactly. So it really captured what we were going for. Yeah. And then the membership side was more about, uh, we weren't, we aren't a traditional travel agency. I'm not there, you know, booking flights, things like that. We're planning unique experiences for family, for friends, for groups, which are different. And it's more about sharing with club members and sharing your passion with other club members and Greg's passion with the club members to drive ideas about what people would like to do. Um, and also, a club means I can kick people out if I don't like them. So, <laughs> nice. I, I, yeah.
1: John, I, as soon as you told me that you're starting your own business, I was like, the world needs John Simon running a business. Number one, because you're hilarious and you're awesome and you know what you're doing. <laughs> so, Some people say the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. I, know I, I get it. But I, I've, I've, I know a number of people who've been on your trips. And yeah. everybody says the same thing. It's like, I never would have thought to go... And stay on a farm uh, and have the you know the, the local people make dinner for us, uh, or I never would have access to that. But John, you're you're, you're curating experiences that yeah, you, you're not getting in travel packages. Yeah, it just doesn't yeah. happen. Right? Yeah,
3: I'm really trying. I mean, I think when you go on a trip, you do want to do the, the must see things. If you're in France, you want to see the Eiffel Tower. If you're in Rome, you I'm sorry, if you're in England, you want to see London, things like that. But at the same time, once you've done that. I don't think you should spend all your time there, re-seeing the same things that everyone else in the world can see. Mm-hmm. I prefer to, you know, get off the beaten path, but stay in a smaller town and mm-hmm. a smaller hotel. Where, you know, in the morning, if you want to do your own thing, you get up, walk out the door, and you can wander the town. You can stop at a restaurant or a bar, or you know, do some shopping um you know it's just easier for you to do your own thing and then if there's something planned you can hop on with the group you go do our things like greg said we go to a farm and learn how they make cheese how they raise their food uh you know go to their uncle who's the local pizza guy and make go behind the counter and make our own pizzas and throw the dough at each other and have some fun um you know or we just you know we rent a boat and the get a boat captain as a chef and we go around some islands and he cooks a meal on the boat it's just for us it's a very private experience but you're seeing these locations from a very different angle. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're also sharing that with the group. So it's something when you come back, it's what you talk about over mm-hmm. and over again. Remember when we did this? Mm-hmm. And not many people come back and say, remember when we saw the Eiffel Tower? Everyone sees that, mm-hmm. right? But people come back and talk about, remember that time, you know, we made cheese with this handcrafted local cheesemaker and he was having a sample of the cheese in the various stages along the way. We were drinking a whole bunch of homemade wine that the family made and the grandmother was there in her walker sitting with us sharing everything. Mm-hmm. You know, fantastic experiences. That sounds like a real
2: story right there. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it was. <laughs> the way it's told, I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking you know, some of my most wonderful travel experiences has been um, when I have when when I was younger and had a lot of time to be, to just, to source out these different things, right? Yeah. Like being in Vietnam for a month. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then you get off because you learn from other travelers, you know, you need to go to Hoi An, you need to go to this, or you need to see Mama Han and go on this cool cruise. And, yeah. It, but, so, but I think what I'm hearing in this is, so as we get older, we don't have the same kind of time to explore the way we'd like to. Yeah. So, so this sounds almost like a short, like a, like a, like a, um you know, you've done a, it's a, it's someone's researched it for you, yeah. So you can almost like fast track it because the one thing that I feel and I, it drives me crazy, but I feel a scarcity of time.
3: Yeah, and I think I think there's a couple of points you make that are, that are valid. One is that. Uh, you know, we do spend a lot of time researching. I mean, in a lot of these locations, I'll go on Google Earth and I'll go right down to the town and really? I'll walk the streets Wow! and I'll say, is this hotel in a good location? So that if someone wants to do their own thing, they can walk to the beach or they can walk, there's a good restaurant nearby. So I try and, you know, I actually see where those are at and is, you know, is it a safe area? Uh, the other side of it is that a lot of people would like to do lots of off the beaten path stuff, but they don't know how to do it or, or maybe aren't comfortable themselves, but if they know, you know, you or Greg were going and I know you or Greg, I'll go. So, you know, if you guys are doing something quirky, uh, I feel comfortable that you guys are fine. I'll go with you guys and I'll be comfortable going with them as opposed to doing it by myself and not being sure what I get into and things. So being part of the the club allows you to experience things or, you know, found out about from other people in the club.
1: Let's quickly talk about the club concept as well, uh, uh, because that's not an ordinary thing either in the in the travel package uh, world. So uh, maybe describe some of the benefits of being a member. But also also I want to lead into the very unique experience that that you've offered to me, uh, and not to the <laughs> yes. rest of the world, uh, which is to be part of the of an experience yeah. to to pull people uh, for for a very bespoke, unique experience. But let's talk about the club, the okay. concept of that. Yeah. So for, first of
3: all, for the club, uh, you know the the benefits, as you ask, are first of all that I've got some customized, pre-planned trips that people can book on that are only available to club members. So these are ones I've built up over the years that I've been on, um, and actually, you know, if you go to our website you actually see photos of people on these trips. I'm not using stock photography and things like that. This is actually real photos taken by people on the trip. Some of them are blurry, out of focus, some of them are kind of embarrassing. This is what happens on the trips and you Mm -hmm. see it. Mm -hmm. Um, So you know, being part of the club gets you access to those trips. And you can see, if you look at one of those trips, you'll see who else is booked on it in the club. So I can see David, I can see Greg's on that trip. Great, I I know those guys, we're going to go. The second thing is- Or the opposite. Or (laughs) the opposite, (laughs) exactly, good point, good point. Stay away, I don't want to go away. (laughs) That's right. The other thing is that if if you want to do your own trip uh, and once again, you want access to some planning services, we'll do that for you. So you say, I don't see anything I need here or that I'm interested in, but I actually want to go to Brazil um, and my wife and I want to go or my significant other wants to go with me or my families or some friends and families. We'll plan a private trip for you, right? And we'll sit down. It's not an additional fee in that. We'll plan it out for you. We'll put it together. We'll do the research. You get your input into that and mm-hmm. we'll figure it out and put you on that on that plan. So you get access to that as well. Um, you also get access to what we, you know, we've got sort of an unlimited photo storage capability in the site. So for every trip, uh, you can, we can set up a photo album for you and everyone that's on the trip can submit their, you know, on their own, submit their best photos that they want to share. And then anyone that was on the trip or in the club can go in and say, that's a great photo. Hmm. You know, I want to have that for my own records, Mm -hmm. or I'm going to flip that over to Facebook Uh, or to Instagram to share with a broader audience. Uh, because once again, the post-trip is also very important. I don't get all the best photos when I'm traveling because I'm paying too much attention to doing other stuff. But other people my trip are photographers and they take some great pictures. And having being able to easily access that and get those memories is fantastic. And then, Greg, to your last point, um, my intent is not that I'm planning all your trips. I don't want to be doing that. Um, and I'll tell people that. Um, I want people in the club to say, I'm passionate about uh, you know videography or photography. I want to take a group of people to a unique spot in the world that I'm familiar with and show them and teach them when I'm there. Uh, cause I'm passionate about that. And part of the club is that great, Greg, you want to do that. Uh, you get the people together, I'll help you plan the trip, take care of all the administration, insurance, and all the planning and things like that. You take them and you're my, we're calling them lead bulls now, uh, but you're my deputy travel guide. You go for free because hmm. you're the one that's pulling the people mm-hmm, together. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of all the background work for you. You're the leader, right? Hmm. So I want people in the club to be able to pursue their own passions and share that with others. Whether it's cycling, whether they're a foodie, whether they're into photography and things like that, everyone in the club can step up and say, "You know what? I'd like to take somewhere some people somewhere, John. Uh, let, let's put something together,
2: right?" Uh, so who who would like who do you see as your customers? Like who what who is the pe- who are the people that are attracted <sighs> to the. Yeah, be, it seems, be, and, and who would you let in the club of those people <laughs> that are interested? Well, you know, Greg's on the fence. Right? I'm, on the fence.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm paying I'm my right. way in. Exactly.
3: Um, it's ideally, I mean, what I've found over the years is that uh, people in the like, you know, 35 to 60 age group, like we've all got too much stuff. Like no one's out there buying more things anymore because we got too much crap. Mm. Everyone wants experiences. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, in that age group, have kids that are are grown up enough that they can go on trips and be independent, or that maybe they're in university and their parents want to go on trips on their own, right? So that people are at a stage where they have more flexibility. So it's really targeted for you know families with more grown children or couples and groups that are independent enough that they can take off for a couple weeks at a time that want to experience things want to share it with others or families that want to experience things together and that that's really the target group and you know within that group it seems like a lot of them are doing you know each year they'll do a family trip each year they'll do a couples trip Uh, each year they may do some blend or just go down and do an all-inclusive to decompress right so the club can service all of those needs our main focus is the the family groups or the custom stuff but if you say i need a week off down at an all-inclusive Great. We've got a relationship with uh, CAA Travel, and we can access all of their trips at, at their cost, and hmm. we can provide that to our members as well.
2: So, and is there, I'm assuming there's like a, an annual fee or something like that, well, or have you figured that out?
3: It's it, There is. It's, it's sort of nominal just because I want to make sure people are committed when they come to the club, so yeah. it's like $50 a year, oh, okay. right? Whereas if you book a plane ticket with a travel agent, now you'll pay $30 to $50 yeah. just for that ticket and a service fee. So it's more about, you know, you're serious to be a part of the club, yeah. and you... It's important to me that people are there that want to engage with the club. Yeah. So if there's a discussion forum going on about a trip to um, Turkey, people in the club that are interested are engaged in that and they're suggesting ideas. And then the ones that want to go jump onto that trip, right? I don't want people just lurking on the sidelines and, and never participating. Right. So
1: how, how's the... Because I haven't... Uh, I've been on the on the site. I haven't yeah. poked around inside, inside yet. Yeah. Is it kind of a social media, like a Facebook-style uh, discussion forum? Or like... H- how do I go in and say, "Hey, has anybody been on the Scotland trip? Uh, what are some of the what some yeah. of the ideas?" Like, so how that I wouldn't
3: say it's quite like Facebook. It is. It is designed around three things, which which I've talked about earlier. One is that if you're a member, there's the trips that are pre-ready and ready to go. There is the discussion forums, which be a little more structured than Facebook because we want to be able to capture the information. If it's just wide open, it's going to be hard to tell. You know, you're talking about one country, you're talking about another. Someone's talking about biking. Someone's talking about food. So there'll be, you know, for Greece, there's a discussion forum. So people are interested in Greece, they can throw up a post that says, I'd love to go to Santorini. Anyone else interested in the fall of 2019? And then we can track, you know, if 20 people jump on, great. We'll put something together. Uh, you know, if someone says, I really like to do a food vacation in Italy, right? Great. We'll see who comes in and we can plan a trip around that. So it's a little more structured than a, than a Facebook mm-hmm. approach, but still flexible enough for people to post, you know, travel tips, uh, to post about other things they want to talk about. Um, you know, we even have the ability down the road, if people start bringing products back from different countries, we can open a little store, mm-hmm. right? If you want to do something, uh, humanitarian related and bring back some things from Africa or from, you know, different developing countries, we can do that and set up a little store to sell those products to benefit other countries, which is something down the road we're looking to evolve to.
1: Yeah, that's really that's really uh, like it's uh, it's unique to the point where I I've, I haven't heard about this model out in the travel world yet. So this is very exciting. Now you are launching, next, yes, next week. <laughs> Or hoping. Actually, <laughs> I, I, actually I, as people listen to this podcast, it'll be this it's week. You, you yes, are, it'll, it'll be you, this week. You're, That's right. You're either you're just, already you, launched or you're about to no, no, launch. No, it, you just launched. How does it feel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How'd the launch go last night?
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> no answer, please. No comment. Yeah. No, uh, no, we are launching this week. That's right. And the initial launch is going to be focused on, uh, you know, obviously travelers that have been on the trips already and their network of friends. The intent is that. Uh, we'll bring in that first group of travelers who know this, new, are familiar with the service, and familiar with me and what we do. Uh, they'll have the ability then to invite other people to the club, and I've got you know, contacts and friends in other locations in Canada mm-hmm. who will also be invited, and they can invite their networks. So the the approaches will be more viral, more organic, in that there'll be pockets of members in Halifax, you know, St. John, Moncton, Fredericton, Ottawa, Toronto, and the the thing I'm trying to go for is that uh, a person in Toronto on a trip with me may not know greg but he'll know me and so there's always going to be a degree of separation there where people have some form of connection mm-hmm. so you've got some bond starting the trip that's the intent mm-hmm. uh, at the same time i do want to have some fresh blood I w- you know if someone from estonia wants to join i think it'd be great to get mm-hmm. someone's perspective to part of the world mm-hmm. as, you know as long as the you know the cultural there's a good cultural fit and they're fun on trips mm-hmm. that's great mm-hmm. right
1: yeah i, I think that's uh, that's critical the fun on trips part fun on trips uh, <laughs> is key that's right yeah the uh, the other Thing that I was curious about more so on the virility of it yeah. is is there an affiliate program of sorts so for example let's say you know Jimmy Bob from uh, from Toronto uh, is able to bring people in are you able to track who your I guess who your lead bulls are in a way n- not your curated ones but uh and I'm going somewhere with this, but is that something that you have uh, fun, uh, function functional yet on the site?
3: So there isn't a function where Greg Hemings is member number one, and everyone that Greg brings in is like number one, 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 two, one, three type thing. There isn't that. Um, there is the ability for a member to, we can provide them a coupon code that they can then provide to friends of theirs to join the club, and we could track it through that route.
1: So here's a question. How how quickly in, in your head right now can you come up with a coupon code? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> because here's what oh, I'm thinking. I, I see here's where what you're I'm going. thinking. I, I, what, what I'd like to figure out is, and we're really putting ourselves on the line here. I would love to see how many of our listeners oh yeah. poke in and yeah. see what's going on. So yeah. either w- there's one or two things they could do is when they when they sign up for a fifty dollar membership, yeah. they could put it in the notes, say, yeah, heard uh, heard this on boiling Point. We'd appreciate that if you did that. Yeah, uh, or if there's another way, because um, I think our listeners are the type of people that. Would be totally okay to spend fifty dollars and jump into something like this. Yeah. So I'm challenging all of our listeners to to do this. Jump jump in and let us know. So they need to know where to go. Yeah. So I
3: can if I you have know, my laptop right now, I could set up a coupon code for Boiling Point listeners. Can right it now. be
1: like slash Boiling Point or anything yeah. like that?
3: Well, what it can be, I'm not quite sure. I have to go and have a look at it. But we can establish coupon codes within the membership net. No problem. Okay, it's cool. A, there will be coupon codes given out next week as part of the launch. Well,
1: how about this? Let's have them for Boiling Point. Okay. Okay. Yep. Uh, and it doesn't have to be a discount or anything. I just track it. We <laughs> just want to track it, right? And then we'll put it in the show notes.
3: So. And you'll come ask me for the discount later. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> You know it. In beer. It's free. free oh, on. I can pay in beer. Yeah. <laughs> There's some Christmas beer left so, over.
2: So just while, while we're on, you know, for people that want to learn more, yeah. they're hearing about this, they so go, man, this is sounds really cool. So so what, where do they find more information?
3: Well, right now, uh, right now if they go to www.kefi, K-E-F-I, travel, T-R-A-V-E-L, club, dot com. Uh, they will come into the welcome site. Uh, they'll be able to see the trips that are planned and see some of the other features and the reasoning behind what we're doing, the, mm-hmm. sort of the spirit of it. Mm-hmm. If they join the club, they get taken to another level, which will actually allow them to see the detailed itineraries of the trip and go into the discussion forums and look at the photo albums. Okay. So that's a layer for members only.
2: Nice. Yeah. yeah. So for you, like, what's the purpose for you? Like, what, what kind of... Like, it's, you, you can tell you're passionate about it, right? And, yeah. And, and as I'm listening to you, I'm I, like, I mean, what I'm taking away is, is your... Um, I like you use the word experience but you're you're really elevating the experience in a way you know of of a, of a of a, a trip and 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 I mean to me the best gifts are experiential gifts like yeah. it just just they just, go on I just love those because yeah. the stories go on and, they do and I was just uh, I got a note from a, a colleague and she was I mentioned Vietnam because she was she sent some stuff from um, um uh, Ho Chi Minh, I guess, wherever where she was, and I was, and I was reliving my time yeah. there. You know, as an example, so, it's, yeah. so it lives on. So, so, and um, and I love that idea of how how you're you're trying to you know elevate that experience. But you know, so you know, you could have done a million things. Why why yeah. this? Um, one, for one thing, as you say,
3: I'm passionate about it, right? I really enjoy it. Well, I'm in, I'm sort of anal about planning and organizing. So, uh, so that allows me to exercise that, that issue that I have. Uh, <laughs> which is know. awesome for
2: people that aren't. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
3: totally. yeah. And I, and you know, I do enjoy like, even, you know, when I have large groups on the road and that, I don't mind the management of that and checking on stuff because, cause I'm anal, I want to make sure it's good for me too. So I do like to check ahead on things, make sure things are good and settle things. And I like to make sure people are happy on these trips. Uh, the reality is, this isn't you know a dot com where we're going to have a bubble and go crazy and like, spread around the world. And I'm I'm not aiming for that. What I'm aiming for is uh, to have it's a lifestyle business where mm. you know my focus is on making sure first of all that we've got a good. Group of people that are members that are having good trips, great memories, and they can't stop talking about it. At the end of the day, I'm going to get a half decent income that I can pay for my three kids in university, and uh, you know, and I can, but I can work at this until I'm 80 or 90 if I'm healthy. Right. right? There's no need to sort of score big and get out. It's more just a, it's a ride that's fun,
1: which, which is exciting in a way for the customer because you are creating these bespoke, uh, yep. uh, these tail custom tailored trips. Um, if you were too big you would lose that magic. Yeah. It it, it just, it'd be Actually, hard that, to keep that,
2: it. You know what? That's part of the value proposition. Oh is, yeah. is the fact that intentionally you're small. you're, yeah. you're going to be part of it it's, and you're they yeah. can, they they know John's got, you know, their best interest at heart and it's not it's not like when you look at the uh, you know, come to Ireland and talk to um, you know, um Connor, you know when they <laughs> those travel things and you Connor's <laughs> like, how many Connors are there, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think
3: that I mean that is definitely the intent is not to get too large, obviously it needs to be a, you know, self-sustaining business and be profitable. Um, but it's not, as I say, to become a huge multinational, it's about, you know, I like to have fun on trips and I want people to go on trips to have fun and have good experiences. And, uh, you know, I think it's something that could be self-sustaining long-term and that's the objective of it.
2: Do you know the other thing? I wonder, like, I wonder how many people are out there that you know aren't like a Greg Hemmings or like you, John, like that would have ex- had all these experiences just because maybe they're a little bit freaked out, right? Like they don't know, you know, like and I and I and this is maybe going to come off a little wrong, but um, I I was surprised when I came here at how how some people are very well traveled, but a lot of people haven't gone yep. too far at all. Yeah, and I, I, I and maybe this isn't for them at all. I don't know, but but I'm just thinking maybe it could be because I always think that. Um, I just think it's a missed opportunity. Now, I grew up in a family that had a passion and a love for travel and, and they actually, you know, saved some money up and when I was uh, I was 19 and figured that I wasn't going to make the NHL, I said, remember, you can cash it in and go <laughs> go hit Europe for a year, which yeah. I did. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so, I, so I just, as part of our DNA is, you, you know, and, and I haven't traveled as much but then I talked to people, like I got married and my wife had been on an airplane like three times, you yeah. know, and now she's she just, she's just like wants our kids to be, go everywhere. So, do, that, well, I that, think there's a lot that's...
3: of people that would travel if they were going with people that they trusted and knew, right? Okay. And, yeah. and a lot of people that would uh, push their boundaries a bit if they're with people they trust and knew. I mean, I can give a great example. When we were in Ireland a couple years ago, uh, you know, th- we did a hike on the Cliffs of Moores. So the Cliffs of Moore at the top now oh, is like it's Disneyland, it's, it, yeah. but it's packed, right? It's oh, a huge it? visitor okay. center. Okay. There's buses and thousands of people, yeah. You know, all sort of trying to get their best picture. So instead of doing that... I rented a place in a little village down about seven kilometers away from the cliffs and I got a local farmer to take us on a hike from that village all the way up to the top of the cliffs. Wow. All by ourselves, the cliffs. Wow. We had it to ourselves and there was kids and adults, so we had people as old as being in their, you know, sixties and that hiking this seven kilometer hike wow. on the cliff, no fences. You were on the edge of the cliff the whole way. <laughs> Literally. And there's I, we've had a picture where I'm stepping from tuft to grass, tough to grass, and it's nothing beneath me. Right. Oh, and we had the kids, <laughs> and we had the, we had the kids with us as well. You know, teenagers running back and forth. We were losing our minds. You know, and you know, from the oldest people to the youngest people, it was the best walk ever because all of them had said, "I would have never ever have done this on my own," right. and I might have never done it ever. And they all came back. You know, the kids weren't on their phones the whole time, yeah. except when they were taking pictures of well, this incredible scenery. We're well, they would have fallen forth. to their death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it was just an incredible experience where you know. You know, multi-generational people can do like the seven-kilometer hike, and all have a great time together and share share the experience with each other. And it was it was a great time, cool. right? Which people would
2: not have done on their own. That's a great right. example. No, it's what I the thing I'm so shocked at is I had the experience in the cliffs. but There was no Disneyland. Like, That shows how long I was there, right? <laughs> you was, were back before they had the walls like and everything up and the visitors. I guess it was in the, in the, well, I was in the, the '90s. I mean, yeah, I don't remember any of that. I don't remember, yeah. but I do remember the the stepping and looking down. Yeah. And like, and at one point, just being kind of stuck. <laughs> yeah. I think my- so. Now
3: that's all walled.
2: Oh, interest. Yes.
3: Yeah, so that's why if you go there and then all the buses are there, it's all closed off. So oh, that's okay. if you go go away from that, you can get you know higher cliffs even than that and a much different experience walking along. You know, and you've got a local farmer and his son saying, here's where owns this property, here's one that's property, here's the history of this little well, stone see, bridge. See. Stand here and look at the keystone of the bridge and the castle directly yeah. behind and it. And look,
2: you're, you're, bringing, you're getting the Irish yeah. Yeah, That's <laughs> good. Oh, I like mean, yeah. everybody. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I but think, that, but yeah. that, that. So that's an important part of this whole conversation is that it's describing that experience. Because yeah. I think to the listener, they would go, now that would be cool. Because right, yeah. uh, we're kind of talking about it yeah. at, uh, you know, in almost like... Um, uh, but it, it, it's cool from the point of view that if I did that myself or myself
3: and my significant other went and did that, and we came back and told you, you say, that's kind of neat. That's cool. It sounds neat. Yeah. But it's done. Right. Yeah. And who else, who else shared that with me? No one. Yeah. But if I went with 37 other people, yeah. we're all talking about it. Yeah, and every yeah. time I see them, we talk about it's it. It's a bond. Yeah. And every time yeah. one of us see you, we're all talking yeah. about it at different times. Yeah, yeah. And you really get to understand that must have been something really yeah. cool because they can't stop talking about
2: it. Right. Yeah. And
1: talk about, again, viral story. Exactly. Give people something to talk about. Yeah.
2: John, like, because I, I always like to talk to you know very well traveled people. Like, what's your, what was your personal favorite travel experience? <laughs> you knew that was coming. right? I didn't know that was coming,
3: oh, okay. but we often talk about that, and uh, I have to be honest and say it's it's changed. Uh, our personal, I say our, because a lot of people in the group would agree that have traveled. Uh, Greece was our favorite spot to go to. And we did a trip in Athens and down to the Peloponnese in Greece, and it was incredible, and the people are friendly, and you know, there's the, a the lot of English. The food is fantastic, and the prices are great. So everyone loved that. Yeah. And we've done a lot of countries, and all the other countries are great. No one had any complaints. But then we went back to Greece this year, and I did a different trip uh, to a set of islands where they used for the, the, the movie Mamma Mia!, Oh yeah. Uh, the, you know, the big album movie. Yeah. So we went there, I took them there and we had an experience. And now I'm not sure which one in Greece they would pick after that. Really? Because they were both just, once again, so fantastic, yeah. right? Unique, right? They're very unique. Yeah. Very unique. But once again, it, I find it changes because, you know, this year I've got groups going to some other places and that could change. I mean, I've got a group going to Romania next year and- I've never been to Romania, so the expectation—I'm right. I'm not sure what we're going to find. And right. that's kind of the blend of this that's whole That's kind of too, the fun. Like,
1: you're not—you're not guaranteeing perfection here. No you're way. Guaranteeing an adventure. Exactly. And- they're going to discover it as I discover
3: it, right? We're all going to find it at
2: the same time. Well, and you just had a neat travel experience in Iceland. You were just I'm telling me exactly. exactly. yeah, how and that I, In yeah.
1: fact, that very well might be uh, a little project that John yes. and I might do together, actually. <laughs> well, yeah. it
2: would be fun to do and, and do a podcast after uh, and talk. Well, I, I, or from there. I, or from <laughs> Yeah, even better. Well,
1: something else uh, I, was, I was telling Dave, we've got the, the Boiling Point Process uh, project uh, on the go right now. Which is exactly why I had to kick you out of your office last week because we were <laughs> filming it. Yes, uh, the uh, and, and like doing a summit of some sort somewhere away. Yes, would be really cool for, yep. for some of our members, you yeah. know. So it's, we'll, we'll talk about this. Yeah. That's the yeah. brilliance of our little boiling point uh, network that we've got here. That it community, very, very interesting. Community. Yeah, baby. well,
3: I've got thirty people all turning fifty going to Spain in June. We could do them from Southern Spain. That would be quite nice. Uh, I like where you're going. The top of Gibraltar. We could oh, do from the uh, top.
1: Nice. Top of Gibraltar. Nice. Good. Yeah. Well, congrats on the launch. Thank John. you very much. Uh, Thanks, This is yeah. great, and, we, and we'll get you back on too in a few months uh, yes. to see how it's going. Yes, so that's perfect. Thanks a lot, uh, John. Thanks, and, guys. And Dave, let's go to Gibraltar. Hey, takeaways well takeaways is this is it, it is it is very cool actually in fact hold on i'm gonna press uh, stop on my my uh on my words here for a sec i should film this um okay so watch this. okay so dave <laughs> what, what okay for 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 our audiences uh who aren't watching this i'm videotaping Dave as we go into the uh, the ending of the of the episode so say that again dave what 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 exactly do you want me to say takeaways Okay, so what are your takeaways, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> okay, my, my my takeaways are that uh, this is an incredibly innovative, disruptive travel experience, and I I, I really think John, what you've created here, um, is the ability to sell adventure to people, not a trip, but. To sell adventure, and I think that's what's really exciting about this because adventures there's ups and downs, yes. you know, and great stories come from peril or Ex- near peril. You know, I agree. So uh, that that was my takeaway, Dave. How about you?
2: Um, you know what? I was, I, I, I guess I never really, I mean, so it's experiences, it's elevating experience. But I think the other thing that I really liked, um, or, or, I'm, 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 really warming up to is this idea. Of community. Right. Yes. And building exactly. a community and and telling stories. Right. Um, and and I have a love of travel. And um, but yeah, you know, and it's it's the most the best part of it is when you can share it with the guys or or the, the people you were with. Yeah. So so that that whole element, I think, is very cool as well.
1: And what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring my little iPhone uh, camera over to John. And, John, for those who are going to be popping in into this video, John, you got to do the really quick pitch because this is your launch day. This is, <laughs> he launched. John, he just John launched. is this launching is, yeah. on the Boiling Point Pro's, uh, podcast. This is exciting,
3: man. So do I speak into the mic or the do I speak into the phone? Into the microphone. Into the microphone. Well, thank you very much, Dave and Greg, for having me here. The quick pitch is that if you want to have travel, if you want to have fun with friends and you want to share those experiences and you want to get excited about the next trip, uh, join the keffy Travel Club. If you're a pain, I'll kick you out. And if you're a lot of fun, you might even get to be a, a guide like Greg and travel for free.
1: <laughs> and, and remind us where to
3: go. uh K-E-F-I, travelclub.com.
2: Done like you like he's done it a million
1: times. Launching on the Boiling Point for podcast. Exactly. True, true, true. That's right. See it here first. Yeah. <laughs> See you guys
0: Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit HemmingsHouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember,